All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Rai, and today I have a very special guest, Mark Von Muser. Guys, Mark is a, a person I know near and dear. I, I've been part of a, a program called Clients on Demand, and the heart of Clients on Demand is Mark. He spent the last 35 years helping business owners, entrepreneurs uh, perfect and, and, and create emotional-based, heart-based selling and literally uh, being your authentic self and bringing people into your company as clients, as investors, as whatever, whatever you're trying to uh, create as a business, uh, Mark's strategies have helped hundreds of thousands of people all over the country. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high-achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. So, Mark, welcome to the show, and let's get right into it, brother. How are you doing? Well, how's your vibration? How's your frequency, my friend? Oh, I, I just got up to my cabin. I'm at about 8,000 feet elevation, surrounded by pine trees, coyotes, bobcats, scrub jays, stellar jays, clean air, uh, absolutely rocking. Just super grateful, and uh, there's just... It's so important for me whenever I can get back into nature is just as a grounding and kind of a centering place. Um, obviously, life is throwing a lot of curveballs at people right now. And uh, this is kind of my, my sanctuary, my Zen space where I go for walks. And um, it's really funny. I'm here near a lake. I haven't been on the lake. I haven't gone skiing here. There's a ski resort, two of them. But I just find so much solace and so much connection just walking and bird watching and tracking animals and just getting quiet next to a tree. and um, just absolutely love it. So I'm blessed. My girls are healthy. My wife's healthy. I'm healthy. I'm on the rebound. Blessed. I, you name it, man. Just life is, is a series of blessings. You know, you, you have such an uplifting spirit about you and you elevate everyone you touch around you. What keeps you going when you have, uh, you know, concern, tragedy or, or, or mishaps? And maybe we can talk about the health challenge you just went through. Sure. Okay. That's a great question. And in a nutshell, Mark Twain said it best. He said that the two most important days of a person's life is the day you're born and the day you real find out why. And 
for me, that why was purpose. My purpose, and when I figured out what it was here, was to identify, inspire, and awaken the greatness of human spirit and others until they own it themselves. So when I found that out, um, like many people, I was doing what everybody said, chasing money, you know, it was all about getting the next level, getting more money, getting this, getting that, buying properties. And it was driven out of a need to prove. Now, I'm not against money, make no mistake. I think money is an absolute multiplier. If you're a, a despicable human being and you've got a lot of money, you will be a despicable human being with money. If you're an amazing human being, you're going to do amazing things with money. So money is the, not the variable. And so I realized that when I woke uh, help somebody find their greatness, that is what fuels me. And no matter what, that's what keeps me going when I'm tired. It's almost like, imagine doctors do this too. I know you have a lot of medical professionals. Imagine a doctor who goes in there and he's been working for six hours. He's had a long day and doctors are laughing right now going, shit, that's the first quarter. But <laughs> let's say there's six, eight hours in, right? And then all of a sudden, it's time to go home and there's a car accident, MVA, and all of a sudden they've got two people on here on life, you know, that are going to do it. What does the doctor do? Hey, you know what? My shift ended. I'm out. The new doctor's not there. And it's kind of like, it's non-negotiable. They, they call their wife and say, baby, I have an emergency. I'll be, I'm home late. And immediately the only thing that matters is that client survival and that, that. So I'm doing essentially the same thing, but helping people find out to their greatness. Doctors do it medically, I do it spiritually and, and purpose-driven. So for example, recently you mentioned a setback or a challenge. Um, I was in Turks and Caicos, we had just done an event, had millionaires come from all over the world to go to our training, blew the roof off the place. Even during COVID and the pandemic, every one of our mastermind clients are having breakthrough years, several million dollars a year during the pandemic. And we help people go and build six, seven, eight figure businesses online with their genius. So we go to Turks for the first vacation in 18 months, beautiful multi-million dollar property on the water, private area. And we rented a party barge. That looks fun, they said. It had slides, swings, three platforms, three levels. And from the 15 foot platform down to about eight feet was a, was a trampoline. So you jump off the top and jump onto the trampoline and jump into the water. So they said, so it's, we just get out first day in, in Turks. I jump off from the top platform onto the trampoline and it does not budge. It might've well been cement. And my body did not like it. I had had no sleep for a week, which I did not at the time understand the correlation between fatigue, sleep, diet, hydration and tendon strength as well. So I was a walking high risk. Plus my DNA later showed I don't process collagen or calcium. Also explains why I've torn so many things in my life. So I jump off, jump hit, hit the cement like trampoline and I rupture my left quadricep completely, my right patella tendon completely and shattered and fractured both patellas in multiple places. It looked like shrapnel all over the place. Fell into the water got dragged out of the water. And then that started a process to come back. And what got me through those dark nights, because at first you don't know what's going to happen. Am I ever going to walk again? We did not know. Um, how long, what was recovery? What was I going to need surgery? Am I ever going to do martial arts again? Am I going to be able to trail run? Can I walk without a walker? Am I going to be in a wheelchair? What I had no idea. 
and I was alone because of COVID. I'm in a foreign country in a dark room with no air conditioning, sweating my butt off because it was Turks. It was probably felt like 100% humidity with no air conditioning. And what I went to was very, very quickly, it was like, this is happening. I got resolved and realized that this is not a, a dislocation. I, I jacked it up and I said, I can't change what happened. All I can do is change the outcome. And so immediately I shifted to that and I said, okay, and I'm in excruciating pain because the pain meds weren't doing anything. And I said, how can I use this to inspire other people? How can I use this to the person out there who's given up? And simultaneously, I also started going into my gratitude practice, which immediately I started thinking, well, thank God there was somebody to pull me out of the water. Thank God that we were able to get to a hospital and get a diagnosis. Thank God. How lucky am I that I have insurance? How lucky am I that I can afford to do this? How lucky am I that I have a business that's online? And my mind immediately went into that mode about how lucky I was. And I kid you not, I was sweating buckets. I mean, I'm dripping sweat. It's nasty, right? And I think I thought <laughs> to myself, wow, I've got some sweat therapy. I'm going to get even more ripped. And little, stu <laughs> little stupid things like that kept me going. And then what was interesting was my gratitude practices. Of what's great about this? And meanwhile, I'm in excruciating pain. And I'm like, okay, what's great about it is I'm going to learn humility at a new level. I'm going to learn how to ask for help. I'm going to lean on the people that I've been helping and now be receiving help, which I'm normally not in that space. And so long story short, they wanted me immobilized with um, immobilization for four months, meaning they, they, after surgery, I lucked out and got the one guy in San Diego who's done this 40 times. He works with the profession uh, the Padres, the chargers and, and those guys. And he's done this surgery like 40 times in two years. And my surgeon in Turk said, do not, no offense to trauma surgeons, but you need a specialist. If you ever want to run again, you want to jump again, you need somebody that's familiar with the surgery. There's way too much wrong in your legs to just have a trauma surgeon get you back. So there was enough damage when I got to San Diego that the, the surgeon who's only done it once, he was the head surgeon. He said, look, I'm going to refer you out to a guy that's, that's, there. And so I lucked out and got the one guy who's done it and had total confidence. So there was blessings like that over and over again, even getting from, from Turks to San Diego, because Cigna's policy was that you go to nearest continental US. That's black and white. There is no gray on that. Turks, you fly to Miami. And my wife, and by, by holding the vision of getting to San Diego, was able to get me to San Diego. First time wow. they'd ever done it. Wow. And then the doctor, though, wanted me immobilized, non-weight-bearing, in bed for four months. And I was working with a very aggressive, um, very, very world-class physical therapist, kinesiologist, went through osteopath training, just guys, acupuncture, you name it. And he had me walking into that office meeting with no cane, no crutch, no walker. And 10 weeks later, I was walking, you know, like, and you wouldn't know that I oh had God. this injury. I wasn't running yet. That was another level. And I need help on stairs and a few other, but the surgeon who's been doing this for 40 years, he kept looking at me going, how did you walk in here? I have a guy that had, he's four months or uh, four weeks longer than you. And he's still not able to walk in. And he, he would start talking about what's next. And then he'd go, what's your range of motion? How did you get that? Keep doing what, you know? So 
you know, and that was just a combination of holding the vision in place, mm. knowing where I was going, even though the facts in the moment were pain, even though the facts were I couldn't walk, even though the facts said that this is a long rehab. And as long as I held the vision, and this is applicable to everyone listening, this is true for real estate too. This is true for doctors and building a practice. Most people forget about the outcome. I recommend you lead by the outcome. You hold the vision and the emotionalization in your heart, how I'm going to feel. So morning, noon, and night, before I got out of bed, I'd imagine myself running in trails again, doing martial arts, surfing, you know, lifting weights, squatting, doing all the stuff that I did. That's where my head resided because reality was I couldn't even pee in the bath bathroom. Reality was that I had to poop in a little box because you know what I mean? Because they, and I'm like, no offense, but who the hell created the bedpan? That little plastic <laughs> one? Come on. And so, you know, but it was an opportunity for me to ask for help. And it was holding that vision and every day asking myself and trusting the people there to help me, what can I do today? And following that simple process, we've massively accelerated my healing. And I worked with an ND who got my diet dialed in. So we went massive anti-inflammatory and massively stacked nutrition and supplementation to help. Um, that helped me a ton, but that's how I got here. And, and that same principle about holding the goal, choosing the goal, owning the goal, feeling the goal in your heart nonstop. That's the same thing we do with our business owners. Even though COVID was real, pandemic was real. My question was, so what? I'm not dismissing the, the deaths. That breaks my heart. But if you're in business, what do you want to do this year? And we had to get their heads around it because everybody was freaking out. I had to get them connected to a goal. How can we add more value to our fellow man? How can we add new, new innovative ways to serve people? And by doing that, every single person had their biggest year ever and then followed it up last year with their biggest year ever as well, even though their brick and mortars were shut down. So, so fun so stuff. In, in this day and age where we, we came through the pandemic recession, now we're going through another recession now. Uh, interest rates are going up. You know, uh, physicians are, 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 are potentially scared. Real estate investors are scared. Uh, where, where's the, the, the faith that you have? You, you, told me, you almost created the own faith and you had the outcome, yeah. the vision. You're like, I'm going to hold it dear. And, the, yeah. and what I heard, which was amazing, is you emotionalized it, which a lot of people have it as, 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 a, as an yeah, exercise. Yes, but it's not. You, you, you owned it. It was in your DNA. Tell us, Correct. talk to us about how the doctors you've worked with in, in, in yeah. Millionaire Alliance, in Clients on Demand, Sales on Demand, how, how are they different than the traditional people out there? Okay, so great. Here's what I love about doctors. Doctors have paid a significant price. They've gone through multiple qualifiers to kind of cream of the crop. Um, even having, you know, let's just hypothetically say in high school, there's a thousand people in the city that are high school seniors that say they're going to be a doctor, right? Now, out of those, let's say 100 of them did the work in high school. They did their AP. They studied for that, their SATs. They sacrificed. They didn't go party on Friday night. They stayed and studied. Now, all of a sudden, 100 start medical school, and they do that as a bachelor's. Then they work their ass off. They do a microbiology major, a biology major. Uh, they pick one of the tougher majors. Again, they're not partying nonstop. They might go out a little bit, but they're not in the frat partying like crazy. They make more sacrifices because they know the outcome. I want to be an MD. I want to be an MD, a DC, whatever. So they're doing those sacrifices and they pay the price. 
then it gets better. Then you go ahead and look at the debt load that you're going to get. You go through your MCATs. And now all of a sudden you're competing with the smartest people, the most committed people in the world. And let's say you're like my daughter's in podiatry school right now. And it's not uncommon for them to start with 60 people and maybe graduate half. And oh, that's wow. the, so it's, it's a big drop. The osteopath is very similar and MDs are even, can be even more, but they know the outcome. If you lose connection with the goal, all you have left is the challenge. And I want you to bring and lead because when my daughter was struggling in the first year, you know, it's a washout year. They're trying to see who's going to stick. So they throw everything in the kitchen sink at you. And she was just on the cutting edge. All she could focus on was, daddy, I'm studying 20 hours a day. I'm not sleeping. And it's, I can't remember. They're asking questions in a way that don't make any sense. And she was just holding on by your fingertips. The shift that I made with her is to get her to reconnect to her higher self. Remember the warrior who walked in as, and became a running champion. Tell me about her. Remember when everyone said you were fat and slow and how we turned that moment into becoming the fastest person in San Diego and one of the top 25 runners in, the, in America for your age bracket. Tell me about the girl who, even though she had plantar fasciitis and the doctor said they were making it up, when you went to a podiatrist and she told you that it's, you had plantar fasciitis and your tendons were five times their normal size. How did you feel when she saw you? I connected her back to the dream. Mm. And then I went, remember Mrs. Olson's class, the one who flunked almost half of the class, the one that everyone said is the harder than college. What did you get in her grade? She got an A. And I said, it's in there, but she had forgotten. And so what I love about doctors is that they've gone through so many trials to get there. The problem with being a doctor is then you get to become a doctor if you're one of the remaining few. And then you find out that medicine has really become a practice of profit for insurance companies and big pharma. So your desire to help people, and now you're saddled with a quarter million debt. Now you're saddling, looking at, hey, where's my lifestyle? And to make it even worse, to kick you in the nuts, then they say as a <laughs> resident, they're going to work you 100 hours, 120 hours a week, and they're going to squeeze every ounce of life out of you. And so you start questioning your decisions. You're one of the most motivated people on the planet, but your income level starts at about 100 to 200 grand a year. After taxes, that's 50 to 100,000 a year for all the crap and sacrifice you've made. That's what I love what you're doing, Dr. Ray, is that you're showing them how not to apologize for being a doctor, but to take those personality traits that made you the rare few and show you how to create massive wealth and abundance. Yes, there's a few doctors that will make money, but that's not the motive but there's nothing wrong with becoming hyper wealthy. And that's the part too that we help people to do because even during the pandemic, what we worked with people was that they needed a stronger mindset. You had to prepare before the storm. The storm is coming and right now there's a recession. Here's the good news. It's gonna wipe out the week. It always does. Now I don't mean to be mean and callous, but the reality is the week are gonna get destroyed, okay? And if you see a hurricane going through an area, even if it, it's not a direct hit, it's not going to destroy the brick, brick laden house. It's going to destroy the mobile home. It's going to destroy the shanty. It's going to destroy those. But the strong, well-built house has the best chance to survive. And so what's happening is we're facing a recession. This is just the latest in a series of challenges. For somebody out there, there's a couple things you're going to need to win. Number one, you need to go ahead and commit to win. 
You need to recognize there's a challenge, but you need to look deep within and realize you have been winning since the moment of your conception. In order for you to be born, you were a one in 40 trillion chance between that percentage of egg, that sperm to make it there in that one thing. So you're a walking success story. And then I had people go back and write down in their brag book, all the things you've done in your life that you should be proud of. Big things, little things, having the courage to invest, having the courage to go to medical school, having the courage to not quit, having to pick yourself up when you felt like a fraud, how to feel like, you know, what the hell is microchemistry and whatever. And you still figured it out. You need to get very associated to that. So it's not just some logical bullshit. Second thing you do, once you decide to win and you have references that you've been winning your whole life, number two is you need to surround yourself with people that are going to support you and remind you of your greatness. You will wobble. I've worked with some of the toughest seals on the planet and they have wobbles too. And it's that peer group that reminds them of, brother, I got you. We all need somebody there when we have a wobble. So if you're surrounded by people that are encouraging you and reminding you of opportunity, that's what has to happen. Third is then you're looking for new ways to add value and innovate, okay? Now, we did this with a Canadian doctor, an ND. Naturopaths, again, one of the problems I see with naturopath is more culture. They almost take pride in accepting poverty wages. And so they'll go through medical school, the ND school, and they'll do that, but they're oh, well, I'm not in it for the money and I make $39,000 a year. I make $50,000 a year. In my opinion, you don't brag about that. You look to solve it. So I started working with this one ND in Canada and very, very quickly, we shifted her mindset. We showed her that she could win. We showed her and what we were doing was ripping out the negative programming from her brother, from her mother, from other people who said, you should have done this. We ripped all that out and replaced it with wins, all the wins that she did. Now, fast tracking it, even during COVID, even during lockdown, her income jumped from about $4,000, $5,000 a month to $20,000 a month, $30,000 a month, $50,000 a month, $60,000 a month. And now she's on track this month will very likely be her first $100,000 month. And she's (laughs) loving what she's doing because she's having more impact. She's getting more committed patients. And she's now able to start creating freedom and a lifestyle for her as well. So that's kind of what's possible when you look for a way to win and you're surrounded by people. The last piece was innovate and create new value. That's where we went with her. We showed her how to create new value for patients, showed them how to weather the the pandemic and become in better shape, optimize your health, optimize your life. By shifting from that, from sessions, we were able to make a jump and she's crushing it. People are dropping a ton of weight. They feel great. She's loving it. They're loving it. And she can't wait to get started on the day. That's where I want your clients to be as well. I love the fact that, you know, a lot of people think income and impact are two mutually exclusive outcomes, but mm-hmm. no, they're, they're intertwined. They're married. Um, let's Very talk. You, you mentioned the brag book. You talked about, you know, uh, a lot of these tools that you, you use. The, I remember you taught me about the playlist of awesome. Mm-hmm. Can you can you just drop some knowledge bombs sure. on, on, my, on my clients? What are the best tools that you use in your toolbox? Okay, so this is a daily ritual that we're going to cover, okay? So here's the sort of thing. When I was studying martial arts and I was studying this one guy from Germany, or excuse me, Poland, he was an Olympian and trained Olympic coaches and the guy was really, really smart. And I remember him saying that for martial arts and for, for flexibility, you had to, your nervous system would kind of 
go stale at night and you had to reactivate your nervous system every morning for just 10 minutes and you could do high kicks without a warm up, right? Normally in most martial arts schools, you see them warming up for 30 minutes to an hour before class. Well, this guy was showing you how within just five minutes in the morning to reset your nervous system, you could do high kicks all day long. The same thing is true for your energy. So every night, every night when you're going through, you're going to bed, most people are going to bed with the stress. They're going to bed with, oh my God, I got this to do. The insurance company's fighting me. Oh, that person's threatening a lawsuit. And that's what they bring into the sleep state. So you go from a beta mindset and brainwave frequency into an alpha, into a theta and a delta. The problem is you're bringing the wrong process to it. So I actually start the night before. The night before I'm giving thanks for my dreams. I'm giving thanks for what I'm grateful for. I'm like lying in a bed when I didn't have one. So I go, oh my God, I love this bed. Thank you. And it's like, I give thanks. I give thanks for my family, their health, the roof over my head, the opportunities. And I go to bed, even if I have a ton of shit in the world, but I go to bed thinking, and then I bring my goals in as if I have them. God, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the freedom. Thank you so much for my place in Costa Rica. Thank you so much for our impact and helping 10,000 people become wealthy and doing it the right way. And I bring that and that's what I go to bed to. When I wake up, I'm doing it in reverse. Before I get out of bed, I start my gratitude practice. As soon as I wake up at 3.30, 4.30, somewhere in that range, I wake up coming back into my body. I go start to give thanks. I give thanks for my kick-ass bed. That's usually the first one, as weird as it sounds. I love my bed. It costs six times more than my first car, okay? This is my <laughs> first new bed. I've never had a new bed until this one. I was always a hand-me-down or the floor. And so I have this kick-ass bed. I, I give thanks that my family is healthy. A friend of mine just lost her son to cancer. Oh. And I think, how grateful am I? And it's like, oh my God, thank you for protecting my girls. Thank you for all the opportunities. Thank you for the house. Thank you for this. Then as I do that, then I give thanks again for my goals. Where am I going today? What I'm really doing is reactivating my frequency. I move into a frequency of gratitude and abundance and then prosperity, okay? Scarcity is a cancer of, the, of, the, of your energy. So when you're in scarcity or resentment, those are cancerous, energies that people will willingly not knowing the damage when they go into complain mode about life sucks mode life's not fair mode gonna agree with you life can be really hard but doing that adds more energy to the wrong area and you have more things to be upset about the opposite is true so i go into thanks mode i go into gratitude mode then what i do is i get up and i shower and i'm i might write the monthly goal in the, you know, with my finger on the thing. And I go, oh my God, that's going to be so awesome when we do that. And I go there. Then I go down and I also notice that I do better if I have some kind of workout, if I'm lifting weights, if I'm running, if I'm just walking, but some type of physical activity sets me off really well. During my run, if I can't run right now just yet, but when my runs, as I would be thinking about my goals as if I achieve them. Now, when I get back, I would go ahead and then I call what I call a brag book. This was because even some of the most successful surgeons, successful uh, psychiatrists, psycho uh, psychologists, doctors I've met, millionaires, and even billionaires, underneath all of it, they were very good at their craft, but underneath all of it, they were like, God, I'm such a loser as a dad. My sons don't respect me. And that's the energy and it keeps them trapped. 
And what they did is they forgot about all the great things that they've done in life. So the brag book is just simply a way to realize you're not junk. God doesn't make junk and he didn't start with you. So even a doctor, you should be proud, not from a place of ego and you're better than, but you're, you're not less than anyone either. So I go through that. Second thing is a gratitude journal, which is where I put down things about what am I actually grateful for? And I experience it. I, it doesn't have to be a lot, but for example, right now, let's say you have scarcity, right? You know, where you want to be financially. What if I told you, Dr. Rai, I can get somebody that will give you a million dollars for both eyes. Would you take me up on it? No, <laughs> no, hell no. Yeah. How about your, how about if I get both your kidneys, I'll give you half a million for your kidneys. No. How about if I go ahead and take your vocal box? Somebody needs your larynx and you would never do it. So you're sitting in a body that's worth 10, 20, $30 million. And you're not even appreciative and grateful for your eyesight or your hearing. Wow. A friend of mine, a friend what, what of mine, a, what a reframe there. Yeah. A friend of mine was skateboarding, hit his head, lost taste in his mouth. What's that worth for you? The rest of his life, they can't figure out, but it damaged a part of his brain. He has no taste. So you'll never taste lobster. You'll never taste steak. You'll never taste a souffle. You'll never taste a dessert. Everything for the rest of his life. What's that worth? What would I pay to get my taste back? So that's where I get people that are not where they want to be. Get them connected to that. Or the fact that my girls are healthy. What would I do to keep them healthy? What would I pay? Everything. So I move into a gratitude journal and it doesn't take long, maybe a minute to five minutes and I'm, I'm grateful again. Then I go about what are my outcomes? What are, what are my goals? Whatever it is. Now, if you want to be an investor, buying a house is not tough. Buying the right property with the right profit margins, that's what you want to focus on. How, like this house is an example. I had set a price range for this cabin. I knew exactly the cabin I wanted. It was adjacent to a national forest. It was private. I could walk out my front or back door and go into the national forest. I had bobcats, mountain lions, bear. I wanted that. And I looked at property after property after property, and I was going for the feeling in my heart. So all of a sudden, I looked at maybe 30 to 50 homes, almost but not right. No, surrounded by houses. No, looking out at a rock. No, you know, and I didn't do it drove back and this we're doing this for weeks but i knew the feeling i wanted to experience ironically i go back down i look online and i find it my realtor didn't find it i found it my heart started pounding the second i saw it it was too good to be true because it was half the price that the other ones that i was going to buy oh wow so i not only got that dream house i got it for half the price now i've seen this with people in investments as well a friend of mine in Canada, by the way, she was going to buy a property. It was great. Looked great on paper and it didn't happen. And I said, what if God had something better for you? Because she was really upset. And in today's market, that happens. So she said, yeah. And it took a second to get her connected. Sure enough, two weeks later, she goes into a property with multiple bidders, better profit, better price, more equity, the whole thing, better yard, better neighborhood, everything was better. And it was 150,000 less than the other one. And it had more equity. And all of a sudden she did it and she was the lowest offer there. There were five offers, hers was the lowest and guess who's got accepted? Hers. <laughs> Everyone else was making their offer with the, with the energy of, oh, there's multiple bids. It's gonna go over asking, oh my God. And what they didn't realize was the, the my client we had her focus on how you're going to feel when you find the perfect home and God put it together. She did that. 
And then the seller said, I don't know why, we just felt it would be best if your family had our house because the frequencies match. Mm. Even though the others pay, were offering way more money. So that happens with investments as well. And just like with my daughter, it was me getting her reconnected to the feeling of one day being a doctor, which was connecting her to the outcome again. When she could feel it, she went from getting low C's and sometimes D's to getting B's, then A's. Now she's pretty much getting A's on everything. So it's very powerful. That's my daily ritual every day. Guys, you just you just had a, a masterclass on so many different ways to really optimize your life, to really own your vision and dreams, and to really go after your destiny. And you know, uh, Mark has a has a talent of awaking people's inner greatness. I think we're all great. I think he sort of mentioned that where God doesn't create junk, and He doesn't yeah. start with you. I love that. I wrote that down. Um, this is this is not easy, but this is simple to do. You just have to do these kind of processes you've heard this so many times but if you hear mark's voice he's feel, he, he 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 drinks the kool-aid he he's mm-hmm. feeling this it's it's every word is like emotionally uh you know charged if you will and so if you just remember it's commit to what what you want know your outcomes it's it's uh defining your peer group and hanging with that peer group because we all wobble sometimes mm-hmm. it's new ways to add value and innovate and it's really creating this, uh, you know, uh, impact and income and using these daily rituals to instill into your DNA, this, uh, level of greatness and you're programming success. Yes. If you do it this way, you're going to program success. Mark, uh, what is on the horizon for you? What are, what is, what is uh, on the map for the next level, next challenge for Mark Von Muser? A great question. The physically is to get back and be better. I'm coming up on 60. I want to be better than I was before when I was went through SEAL training. So that's my goal. Even though I'm, I'm there, I want to get back to where I'm running 50 to 70 miles a week on trails. Um, I want to do that. I want to squat, triple my body weight again, and then bench press, triple my body weight. So those will be my physical targets. Um, I'd like to get back into martial arts and then get some higher new ranks and get get to a new level there. Business-wise, is that hasn't changed. It's still identifying and finding 10,000 light warriors who want to transform, want to have a better life, and want to have better impact in the world. doesn't matter who they are. It's like when you get your head around that the new currency is service. As we move into the age from the age of Pisces, which was a me energy, to an age of Aquarius, which is a we energy. The way that, again, now, instead of the strong being able to take advantage of the weak, there was a time for that. Now what's happening is that's flipping. Now it's who's serving who at the highest level, who is innovating and adding value at the highest level. That's where money is going to flow. And so part of that is, is finding people, in, like with the sales process, you'd mentioned at the beginning, I realized that humanity has evolved. When I would speak in front of 1,000 to 10,000 people, I'd be doing a talk. I'd say, by a show of hands, how many people, when I mention the word sales, telemarketing, by a show of hands, I want you to shout out the answers. Slimy, dirty, deceptive, low class, pressure, scum. That was overwhelming, like 95%. The only people that had a different view were the salespeople. The salespeople were like income you know, more income than a doctor. And they were like that. That was a small percentage, but that was their belief. And then everyone else, the business owners, everyone else was resistant to it. I realized we needed a new conversation and I started creating a whole new way to sell by stop selling. 
stop selling and start enrolling people in their dream or enrolling them in their outcome. Now, how many times a day do I want to help people get rich? All day. So I'm not selling them. I'm saying, hey, can I help? And if so, this is what it would look like. So that was what we created and I created with sales on demand. It was a whole new way. And now we've trained that to thousands of business owners from psychologists, psychiatrists, doctors. And it is so funny, the most introverted people, the ones you would never think could sell, now they're out, quote unquote, closing. I call it enrolling. But they were outperforming the master closers at these big sale clubs. And so that was something. So we're going to continue to grow that because it's, it's a time and the industry needs to upgrade. The, the days of high pressure selling are gone. Secondly, the other part is that we want to still help people build online businesses. Coming into the pandemic, coming into the um, recession, you must know how to innovate. You need to increase your income 30 to 50% minimum, just as a protection against what's coming. Your properties are going to go up if you have them, but the problem is everything you want to buy also went up 30, 50% too. The numbers they're giving you on inflation are, crap, uh, are not even remotely close to accurate. Those are manipulated numbers for political reasons. If you go back even to when Carter was in office, if you took the way they calculated inflation then to now, we're actually at about 15 to 20% inflation, which is hyperinflation. What I want you guys to get is that there are new opportunities. While everyone else is running around like Chicken Little with their heads cut off, screaming and pointing at it, the question you should be asking is, how do I win? How can I add more value to my fellow man? How can I create massive wealth with the new opportunity? Just asking that question all day, every day is going to change what you're looking for. Everyone else is going to look and talk about $10 gas in Mendocino County. I'm not in Mendocino. Why is that relevant? But people are talking about it. People are talking about Biden. They're talking about Trump. Makes no difference. They're going to make it harder. But I made money under Obama. We made money under Trump. We'll make money under Biden. We are. So you have to look beyond that. No matter what, Biden doesn't care one iota about my opinion. So why waste time on it? I get closed on my goals. How can I serve more people right now in a time of need? And if you guys will do that, there's no problem making money. There's no problem making, making investing. There's no problem in creating massive wealth. If you go back to the Great Depression and the Great Recession, over 50% of the Fortune 500 companies started during the worst economic time but they had a different vision and they had a different belief system. Guys, uh, Mark has talked about uh, so many different things that are so critical. And what I liked is how do I win? Yeah. And how do I add massive value? I think what differentiates people like Mark and some of the other phenomenal people that I brought on the podcast is they ask better questions, better yeah. primary questions. When you ask better questions, you get better answers. And so one of the things I've learned on this conversation is, how to reframe the questions I ask, like, why, why am I so grateful? Like, yeah. how, how do I get uh, blessed with having my son or, or, or my wife? And yep. just asking these questions. And, and remember, Mark asked these questions, even in the darkest of times right. when he had his legs shattered. So take this as an opportunity, guys, to reframe your life, get clear on your outcomes, put some rocket fuel with gratitude and, and really go after it. So Mark, any last words? And, 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 and I also want you to uh, please tell people how they can work with you personally and, and their whole uh, team that, you, that you're part of. Sure. So um, first off, my email is mark, M-A-R-C, at russrafino.com, R-U-S-S-R-U-F-F-I-N-O, russrafino.com. The program is called Clients on Demand. 
clientsondemand.com. Go to clientsondemand.com. You can learn about our on how we help people build online businesses, how to take their medical practice online, um, how to build online business that's doing six, seven figures. We've helped tons of people from functional medicine practitioners, um, people that are specializing in, in stopping the end adrenal fatigue, um, gut health, um, IBS even, um, trying to think of some of the other ones, yeah. acupuncture practices. So that's how you can find out about that. And for sales on demand, that's also, um, I believe that's clientsondemand.com backslash sales. And so that's it. And then again, or just drop me an email. Um, I'm on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. I'm on the other ones too. I just don't go on those as much because we do a lot of it, but I'm on, I've got, um, I don't even know Instagram yeah. or the different ones too, but that would be the best way to get a hold of me. Yeah, last guys, parting all, shots. All last, of this will be in this, uh, the show notes. Yeah, go the, ahead. Um, the last thing I would take to you guys too, is that please understand you have not been taught how to use your mind or create and manifest in school. The more educated you are, very likely the more this part of you is atrophy. So the part of it, because you've been so trained logically to be skeptical and do these different things, you're only utilizing a portion of your brain. And at best estimate, the people say, the experts say you're using about 10% of your brain. In order to use more, you need to start tapping into energy and emotion. Einstein had it right. It's all energy. And it's like, once you start understanding that, you can now start to create Right now, you got to rise above your skill, your mindset, your frequency has got to be elevated coming into the storm. I lucked out because I had been doing those practices over and over again. I did not know my storm was going to be the rupture to quadricep and patella. Right now, the storm that's coming is, I don't want to say it's easy to prepare for, but we know it's coming. So you need to get your frequency dialed up. You need to get your skill set dialed up. You need to surround yourself with people who are committed to win. If you do that, you're not only going to just weather the storm, you're going to thrive and reach new levels you could not have gotten to. Um, there's going to be a huge shift of uh, wealth creation. It is going to stop going from the people taking advantage, and it's going to start going to people adding value. So if that resonates with your heart, then let's jump in and let's rock on it. Because right now, you go back, this is the first generation where in one lifetime, somebody can become a billionaire. Even that, you can become a billionaire in five years now. That's never happened. Those are those opportunities. And guys, I'm not driven by money. I'm not against it, trust me. But my motivator is to find those 10,000 light warriors who want to make the world a better place and create an army of light. So that's really what I, that's what motivates me. That's what gets me up. That's what got me through my dark times. That's why I'm here. And all my challenges are for that purpose. Beautiful. Uh, guys, this is one of the most powerful podcasts we've done. Uh, please listen to it again. Uh, reach out to Mark, Mark at RustRafino.com. All the information is going to be there in the show notes. Uh, he's, he's, he's calling you guys out. It's a challenge. Rise up, awaken, and, and awaken the inner warrior or the, or the, yep. or the light, light princess within. And let's go. Let's get, let's get this. Let's take on the challenges, whether it's a recession, correction, uh, business yep. challenges, relationship challenges. But you guys got this. Uh, you guys have the tools, so let's go. And until next time, guys, be phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.